Now, from a people perspective, how do you do, get the fundraising done for a Regulation D Rule 506B or 506C offer? I mean, you can do the work, but what about other people? How does that fit in? What about finders? All those questions you may have. Well, this video that I recorded from the past will, will go through all of that. So this video was recorded about two years ago, uh, but the information is still completely valid. The information was recorded for a training program I used to have for syndicators, and I hope you find it useful. We are back. We're talking about your flight crew. And specifically, I wanted to start off right away with the discussion of fundraising. Now, fundraising seems like it should fall into another trap. It actually belongs in flight crew because the number one challenge I think most syndicators face is finding money or finding investors. So, most of the time, as a lawyer, I have clients coming to me saying, can I raise money this way or that way? So I thought it would be best that we first talk about uh, how to use your flight crew in a way that where you are raising funds, um, but you're doing it complying with the law. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about that. So we've got investors and they all want to give you money. You found them all. And then this is you. You're putting them into this great property. You're putting them into this great property, right? So, and then here. Where it comes down to here is, this is probably gonna be okay. You are the uh, sponsor of this LLC. You are getting paid not on a commission, like a dollar per dollar of money that you raise. You're getting paid basically for your work as the sponsor. So I'm not even gonna draw, well, let's draw it back. So, um, so here, this money is for your labor. And specifically, we'll put sponsor labor. That's supposed to be an N. Uh, sponsor labor. So here you're getting paid money, sponsor labor. This is fine. There is no conflict here as far as it relates to uh, what you can do with fundraising. Um, a lot of, some, uh, some syndicators, what they do is there are these investors out there and they go instead to a broker-dealer. This is somebody who has a stock, you know, stockbroker's license, Series 7, uh, Series uh, 6, I believe, um, that, and they ask them to find investors, get money, to bring to your property, and then they'll be paid a commission. This is also okay. 
In this situation, it's the broker dealer's job to make sure that the opportunity that they're being paid is suitable for these investors. That's what the is the main concern of this part. Um, and it's really that falls on the broker dealers point, not on the individual uh, people as well. I will uh, just as an aside, finding a broker dealer that's with a large uh a large outfit. So say your Raymond James or your Goldman Sachs or whatnot, it's difficult in order to get uh, them to be able to, to bring you investor money and pay them a commission. Now, why is that? Because the broker dealer itself is on the hook uh, on whether this deal is actually considered suitable. If this was considered a, if not saying yours was, but if the broker dealer brought a scam to their investors, the broker dealer is in big, big, big trouble. So they're the ones who are going to get sued um, and they're going to have to explain why they thought this deal was suitable. So the bigger companies mostly prohibit their uh, their broker dealers from uh, the individual people themselves from finding investors unless uh, they've had a thorough vetting process on their own. That process takes about six months most of the time, sometimes nine months, and it just takes too long and 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 it can be very expensive for any particular deal. Now, uh, Independent broker dealers absolutely can bring uh, these deals to you, um, and so there are broker dealers out there that will that will work with you. Um, but if you're thinking, well, you're just going to go to your your buddy who's with Raymond James, uh, they're not going to be able to help you on on this and get paid a commission. Um, it, it's just that that's a good aside. So. This is the, the plan that works, though, where you talk to a broker-dealer that is uh, independent. Uh, so then there's the situation of, okay, well, you have um, three people in your office, and you tell them all, look, find me some, find me some investors, do some cold calling for me, and then and set up these meetings and I'm just paying you your regular salary. Uh, and so we'll call this person an employee. No problem there either. You can play employees in order to find new people, um, but here is where things get different. Say you, um, you say, okay, well, I'm gonna pay you a salary and I am gonna give you 10, oops, 10% cash bonus. Oops, cash bonus for each uh, for each dollar that you bring. Uh, this you cannot do unless, uh, this you just plain can't do. That you can't do. Now, what most people also try and do, and this is where people really, really get in trouble. Um, is they've got a friend. Oops. They've got a friend. And they've, they've told their friend all about this investment and their friend says, yeah, this is a great deal. Um, 
your friend really likes it. They want to go in uh, themselves and they start thinking and they they say to themselves, you know, this is not only a good investment for me, but this is a good investment for my my buddies over here too. Now, what if I bring those people all to you and then you give me a, a small commission? Uh, this happens a lot, and you absolutely 100% cannot pay them a commission. Um, they are not licensed uh, broker-dealers. They are not participants. They are not members of your sponsor organization, and they're receiving money for the activity of bringing you uh, deals, which is not an allowable expense. And then you say, well, no, my friend, actually, he's my friend, but he's also a real estate agent. Can't I do that? You know, this really is just a, a real estate thing. I can pay him a, a real estate commission or something like that. The answer, again, is no most of the time. There is one exception uh, where it is okay, um, but please don't think that this applies will apply to your situation because more often than not it won't. So if it if it's something that you think will apply, talk to somebody who knows, talk to an attorney, or talk to bring it up in a coaching call, and we'll go through it and we'll see if it actually would apply in your situation. So the exception would be. This property is in the same state. So, for example, right now I am in California. Every single investor is coming in to uh, invest in California. And um, I am not using one of the exceptions of Reg D, Reg A, Reg CF, um, or, uh, or any other kind of exception. Instead, I'm using the blue skies laws of the state of California. And the state of California specifically says that if you're raising money in one of these kinds of transactions where every single thing is in California and you are not relying on the, uh, the, the laws of, uh, uh, in Reg D or Reg A or any of the federal laws, then you can pay a commission to um, to the real estate agent. There are companies here in California that do this, and they advertise to real estate agents that they can do this, and they can, um, because they also are very, very, very careful that everything is within California. Uh, there probably are similar laws in many other states. And so if that's the case, you would be able to do that. But once anything lies outside of one of those states, one investor, just one, not even the one that you're paying money for, if they're outside, one dollar comes from them, absolutely not. It goes under the SEC rules um, and you cannot pay like that. So most of the time it is you cannot do this. And if you think you can, bring it up in a coaching call and we'll go through it. Um, 
So I hope that helps. Uh, the basic is that you can pay um, your regular salary to them, people. You just cannot tie uh, what would look like a commission or a bonus to finding investors for your investment. That's where people get in trouble. Um, and so I wanted to put this under the uh, under our main topic of uh, finding investors underneath the your flight crew because these are the people who are gonna, the flight crews who, who help you get the deal done. And so compensating them is oftentimes a thought and this is how that conversation typically is born. So I'm sure that was useful for you about looking at it from the viewpoint of who does what in terms of getting the fundraising done, exactly how that is structured, what's allowed, what's not allowed. If we can help you with your Regulation D Rule 506B or Rule 506C offer, please don't hesitate to give us a call. This is Tilda Moschetti of the Moschetti Syndication Law Group.